Poppies, Pleasures, Pains and Problems Part 1. The Opium Poppy and its Products Poppies belong to the Papaveraceae family of herbaceous plants. The best-known genus is Papave, which includes the opium or breadseed poppy, Papava somniferum, the field corn or Flanders poppy, Papava reus, and the oriental poppy, Papava orientale. There are 41 other genera in the family, including Ischoltzia, such as the Californian poppy, and Mechanopsis, which is, includes the yellow Welsh and the blue Himalayan poppies. In this and the next podcast, part two, by Anthony Dayan from the Medicinal Plant Garden of the Royal College of Physicians of London, the history of the group the various uses of particular species are related to the principal alkaloids, special chemicals they contain. Part 1 concentrates on Papava somniferum as the most important one, and it is the only viable source of opium. Part 2 discusses other alkaloids found in opium and the histories and properties of certain other related species. The opium poppy, Papava somniferum, has long attracted attention as the source of opium, one of the oldest pain-relieving drugs, as well as being a cultivable plant with beautiful flowers. The poppy seeds used in cooking come from the same plant. Early studies of the composition of opium and subsequent research into its biological actions have led to major discoveries in chemistry and in how the nervous system works. The opium poppy is a hardy annual with mauve, red or white flowers showing a darker purple patch at the base of the petals. It probably arose in Asia Minor and has now become naturalised throughout the world. In addition to its popularity with ordinary gardeners, it is a major commercial crop with cultivars selected for their vigour and high or low content of morphine and other alkaloids. The immature seed capsule is a smooth green sphere which expands and then turns brown as it ages. Cuts in the green capsule exude a creamy latex which dries to a brown gum, crude opium. Opium may be collected in that form used in an alcoholic tincture such as the laudanum devised in the 1660s by the great English physician Thomas Sydenham and in various other popular medicines. It may be smoked or swallowed for its mind-altering actions or refined to separate morphine and the other principal alkaloids it contains codeine, papaverine, thebane and noscopine. They can also be used directly as medicines or converted to other pharmaceuticals. Worldwide, about 4,800 tonnes of morphine were believed to have been produced in 2015, including 1,360 tonnes consumed as opium and 327 tonnes as heroin, a simple but much more potent derivative of morphine. In the same year, almost 100,000 tonnes of poppy seeds were produced for 
culinary use of which 25,000 tons came from the Czech Republic. The seeds for cooking are harvested from the ripe brown capsule of cultivars selected for their low alkaloid level. Morphine and the other alkaloids are present anyway in lower concentrations in the seeds and in opium sap. Although the morphine level in seeds is low, modern forensic tests are so sensitive that they may give positive results in people who have eaten foods containing the seeds. Poppy seeds are prominent in European and Near Eastern cuisines, and immigrants have popularized them in America and elsewhere. They were used to flavor foods by the early Egyptians, about 1500 BCE, and probably by their predecessors, the Sumerians, as far back as 5000 to 3500 BCE. The power of opium to relieve pain and produce sleepiness has been exploited since those times. Those uses were probably described also by Bian Kui, the Chinese surgeon in 300 BCE, and in Indian Ayurvedic medicine about 1000 BCE, but in mixtures containing other plant extracts that affect the brain, including cannabis, henbane, mandragora, and deadly nightshade. In the European tradition, opium is mentioned by Theophrastus, about 300 BCE, but with no medicinal usage described. Pliny and Dioscorides, 70 AD, give extensive accounts of it as a food and medicine, noting its sedative power and dangers. Dioscorides, about the same time, describe it as a treatment for diarrhea and coughs, and almost in passing mentions its analgesic pain-relieving activity, and that overdosage could cause death. Pliny mentions its value in palliative care in the terminal, terminally ill with in great pain, and that it was also used by poisoners. Celsus, 200 AD, Galen at the same time, Paulus Aginatus, 600 AD, Mesue, about 850 AD, and other great physicians right through to the school of Salerno, 1000 AD, and subsequent writers in the early modern era continued to report the same uses. Manuscript herbals of the 1300s noted its ability to induce sleep and to bring on death. Most writers, before Culpepper, 1649, mention its sedative effect and topical use, but he notes it particularly as good for violent pains, whilst warning of the risk of death from its overuse. Galen recommended castorium, a secretion from the glands of beavers, as an antidote for its toxicity, and it was included in the laudanum tablets described in the college's Pharmacopoeia Londinensis of 1618. There is much overlap between the early European accounts of opium and descriptions of its use as a sedative and analgesic. In the golden age of Islamic medicine in the 9th to 10th centuries AD, it was one of several plant ingredients 
in sleep-inducing and analgesic mixtures swallowed or sniffed from the anaesthetic sponge described by Alrazes about 900 AD. Opium, in various forms, came into extremely wide use, mainly as a sedative, sleeping aid, cough suppressant and recreational drug in Europe from the end of the 17th century. Its addictive potential appears to have been realised about that time, particularly when it became freely available as the alcoholic tincture of opium, laudanum, although earlier mixtures with this name did not necessarily contain opium. In the college's pharmacopoeia of 1618, laudanum was a tablet of 19 different ingredients, and in the continental pharmacopoeia Augustana of 1672, tablets of laudanum without opium were also described. Usage was similar in China and India until the late 1800s, when production in India was greatly increased to supply a growing number of addicts in China. Forced importation of opium into China by British traders encouraged millions more of addicts and finally led to the opium wars of the 1840s to the 1860s. It is only in the last few decades that popular opium-containing medicines, which have sometimes caused addiction, such as Dr. Collis Brown's chlorodyne, originally invented to treat cholera, and the kaolin and morphine mixture for diarrhoea, and laudanum as a general soothing agent, with paragoric for anxiety and cough, that they have ceased to be available in the UK as over-the-counter opium-containing drugs. Addiction, morbidity and fatalities from opium and prescribed and illegally sourced opiates, including synthetic opioids, have now reached epidemic proportions with more than 50,000 deaths a year annually in America alone. Morphine, heroin, codeine and the synthetic relatives are vital medicines in the management of severe pain and care of the dying because appropriate doses can relieve suffering by removing pain and reducing anxiety without necessarily affecting wakefulness. Larger doses do produce hallucinations and eventual, eventually depression of respiration and death. The other medically important actions of morphine and so of opium alkaloids include reducing contractions of the gut by inhibiting some of its nerve cells and the secretion of fluids by the intestinal lining, hence its therapeutic value in diarrhoea and the common side effect of constipation. It also leads to constricted pinpoint pupils, blurred vision, dry mouth and sometimes difficulty in passing urine, all due to inhibition of local nerve cells in the affected tissues. Sometimes morphine makes people feel sick and vomit. There are two prominent features of repeated doses of morphine. The first is tolerance, so that ever larger doses are needed to, to produce the same effect. And second, addiction, resulting in a severe craving for more of the drug accompanied by bodily disturbances if it is not given. 
The part two podcast relates how these effects are due to the way in which morphine and similar drugs, opiates if from natural sources, and opioids if synthetic, mimic, may even surpass a major natural signaling mechanism in the body. Uses of the other alkaloids and particular features of other types of poppy are also described in that podcast. The Royal College of Physicians of London and its garden, displaying almost 1,100 plants from the history and development of medicine, lie in the southeast corner of Regent's Park. The garden is open to the public during the week from 9 to 5. Further information about it and podcasts and videos about the plants it displays can be obtained from the website garden.rcplondon.com ac.uk. If you'd like to know more about the garden and its unique collection of plants, or to use the database of information about their naming, history and uses, come on one of the free guided tours, which are held on the first Wednesday of every month from March to October, from 2 to 3.30. To book a place, please phone reception at the college on 020-3075-1200 or email reception at rcplondon.ac.uk You can also book a free guided tour of the prize-winning college building through reception or on the website www rcplondon.ac.uk forward slash museum hyphen garden.